Hi guys, welcome back to another week of Game Things. I'm your host for the week, Ming, and today we are going to start our episode by talking about the recent Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Direct. This Xenoblade title will center around a party of six characters hailing from two different kingdoms that are at war with each other. By a twist of fate, they who were once sworn enemies will now band together to take on unseen foes that are controlling the tides of war behind the scenes. The game itself will be an open world game, but you won't be able to take on enemies directly in open world mode like Breath of the Wild. Instead, it's more like you see the enemies roaming about and when you approach them, you then enter into battle mode. Combat-wise, the game plays similarly to Final Fantasy XV with a lot of combos and of course the ability to switch between 7 different characters. Now, while there are only 6 main characters in the game, you can also recruit one additional hero to join your team, thereby making it so that you end up with a total of 7 characters in your party. Aside from the benefit of having one extra character in combat, recruiting heroes will also make it so that you can unlock the hero's exclusive class, thereby making that class's abilities available to your 6 main characters. Speaking of classes, this game has a pretty good way of letting players experiment and try things out. There are a total of three main categories that all classes fit in, attackers, defenders, and healers. When you first start the game, your party will consist of two attackers, two defenders, and two healers. Now, the interesting part about the class mechanic is that you can make it so that one of your defenders in your team changes classes into a healer instead if you find yourself requiring more healers. On top of that, once you master the class, you can then unlock the ability to use certain abilities from the master class even when you are playing as a different class. Say for instance you master the healer class, and now you swap to a defender class. You now have the ability to use certain healer class skills while using the defender class as your main class, which is honestly a great mechanic that allows for so many possibilities when it comes to setting up your party. Now we get to the coolest bit that was showcased in the direct. The game also has a fusion mechanic. The game by default pairs up your 6 main characters into 3 pairs of 2, and these pairs will have access to a power called Ouroboros, where the two characters fuse into some sort of badass looking mech to take on foes. Each fusion will also have 2 different forms with different abilities to match the original class of each character. The Ouroboros will also have upgraded skill trees to further enhance their capabilities. The only downside of the Ouroboros mechanic is that you can only stay in the fused form for a short period of time, so you're gonna have to time it properly to fully make use of its full effects. And that's basically it for the base game. Now let's talk about the future roadmap for this Xenoblade Chronicles 3 game. There will be an expansion pass available for the game that is priced at $29.99. This expansion pass will gradually release new content in waves. The first wave, which is set to release on the 29th of July, will have some useful items to help you through the game as well as new color options for existing outfits. Not very exciting if you ask me. The second wave, however, will have a little more content. The second wave will come on the 31st of December and with its release there will be a new hero character for players to recruit to their party as well as a challenge battle mode for players to test out their capabilities and of course more cosmetic options for players that are really into cosmetics. Then we have the third wave. The third wave which will be out on the 30th of April 2023 will basically feature the same things from wave 2. Challenge battle mode, a new hero, as well as more cosmetics. The last wave releasing on 31st of December next year will be the big update as it will feature a new story which is what we as players generally want. 
Overall, the expansion pass doesn't seem too exciting as most of the content coming out isn't really that impactful with the exception of the last update. But of course, if you are a huge fan of the game, then by all means go ahead and get the expansion. The game will be available on the 29th of July, so make sure to mark down your calendars if you are looking forward to grabbing the game on its release. And that's it for our major news for this week. Now, let's move on to our Flash News segment. The first piece of news we are going to cover today is on a newly announced title called Hyenas, created from the developers of Alien Isolation. Hyenas will be a team-based shooter game and there will be a total of 15 players per match, with 5 players in a single team, for a total of 3 teams. Throughout the match, your objective is to go around collecting loot while fighting against other players from other teams as well as NPCs that will be obstructing your path. The cool part of this game is that the loot that you are collecting isn't your typical loot like equipment or money, instead it's actually nostalgic pop culture collectibles. One of the collectibles showcased in the trailer is a mini figurine of Sonic, which is honestly a pretty cool concept if you ask me. Aside from that, you'll also be able to select your character from a rather unique cast of characters. One such character looks to be a cross between Harley Quinn and a high school cheerleader. Then we have another character who is wearing a uniform that straight up looks like it came from Squid Game. These are just some of the interesting characters that were showcased in the trailer, and I'm pretty sure there are more to be revealed in the future as well. Of course, like most other shooter games, there are also some unique tools or weapons that are usable in the game as well. We have things like a turret, a jetpack, flashbangs, and what looks to be a goop gun that can trap your enemies or create walkways. Overall, a pretty good selection of interesting weapons and tools if you ask me. Last but not least, the game will also have portions where players will end up in an area with zero gravity. So there will be instances where you will end up fighting your enemies while floating around. This is a really cool concept and can potentially create a lot of weird shenanigans that will mess you up big time if you aren't prepared properly for combat in zero G. And that's pretty much all we have on the title Hyenas. If you are interested in the title, you can register for the alpha now and test the game out. So do go ahead and try it out. The next piece of news we are covering in our Flash News segment is on the upcoming Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope. For Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope, based on the gameplay footage, the game is still pretty much a turn-based strategy game, but instead of being able to move on selected tiles, you are now able to move freely in the character's movement range and interact with objects before performing your actual attack. So effectively, you kinda can do just whatever you like before you actually do your main attack, which is eh, debatable. Based on the gameplay footage, this pretty much makes the game look way easier as you can cause a lot of damage to your enemies even before you launch your actual attack. But of course, it's only some gameplay footage and maybe the later fights would be much more difficult that it would require this new mechanic to make the game playable. Otherwise, the game is just straight up a bit too easy based on the trailer footage. Aside from this new mechanic, Nintendo has also announced that Bowser will be able to join your party as a playable character. So for fans of Bowser, you guys can be excited as you can finally play as him in this upcoming title. The game will be releasing on the 20th of October, and aside from the normal edition, there will also be a gold edition that will include the base game, the season pass which contains DLC featuring new characters and stories, as well as a galactic prestige pack that comes with 3 exclusive weapon skins for players to use. So if you really like the title and just want to snag all the DLCs right off the bat, then the gold edition will be the right choice for you. The next news that we are going to cover is brand new gameplay footage for A Plague's Tale Requiem. This time the gameplay footage focuses mainly on stealth and showcases what new abilities our main characters have gained. First off, 
Hugo now has a new sensing ability that enables him to see enemies through walls using his connection with the rats. Amisha, on the other hand, gains a couple of new tricks up her sleeve, including a new crossbow, as well as an actual stealth kill, which in my opinion is pretty well done as it perfectly displays how much the character has grown overall. All in all, A Plague's Tale is a title that is worth getting your hands on, and I personally recommend that you get it day one when it's released on the 18th of October this year. Moving on, we have some news on the Persona series port to Switch and PC. Persona 5 Royal, Persona 3 Portable will be coming to both PC and Switch. In addition to that, the Switch will also soon have access to Persona 4 Golden as well. For PC players, Persona 4 Golden is already available on Steam, so you can get it now if you choose to. Additionally, Persona 5 Royal will also include all the available DLCs, so that is something that players can look forward to as well. Persona 5 Royal will be the first title to release among the three, and it will be available on the 21st of October. For Persona 3 and Persona 4, currently there is no release date yet, so be sure to stay subscribed to our channel so we at Game Things can keep you updated on the release dates. Now let's move on to some updates to existing games. Starting with Hearthstone. Hearthstone will be getting a new expansion, Murder at Castle Nafria, on the 2nd of August, and like most other expansions, the devs will always give a small tease by releasing a new card ahead of the set's release. And this time, we get a card that is, in my opinion, absolutely insane. The card in question is Prince Renatol. Prince Renatol increases both your deck size and health to 40, which is absolutely bonkers. Having a 40 card deck and 40 health effectively makes it so that you are tankier against burn decks and of course you now have 10 more cards before you hit Fate T, which is pretty good overall. The other reason why I think this card is so great is because other than having a crazy effect, it also creates a new meta overall that surrounds a 40 health and 40 card deck, and it creates so many possibilities that it's really really interesting to see. And this is only one card out of the new set. Who knows what other meta-breaking cards will be released in the future. So if you are a Hearthstone fan, make sure to take note of the release date and start saving up coins and dust to get access to all the upcoming cards when it's released. The last piece of flash news we have is on PUBG. PUBG's newest map called Destin has been revealed and it will be releasing on the 13th of July. The new map is quite interesting as it features various types of areas including areas like cities, hills, swamps, as well as islands. I'm quite surprised they managed to fit that many types of areas given that the map is only 8x8. Anyways, alongside the release of the new map, there will be a new item and two new weapons for players to try out. The new item in question is the blue chip detector. The blue chip detector in my opinion is just straight up busted. It basically allows you to see enemies in the surrounding area. While it doesn't show you the live location of the players nearby, but just being able to know where they are even with a slight delay is just straight up broken in a battle royale. Anyways, moving on from that, the two new weapons include the Origin 12 Slug Shotgun and the MP9 SMG, both very good additions to the vast arsenal of weapons available in PUBG. These are just some of the things that can be found in the new map, so if you're a battle royale fan and miss the old days when PUBG was the number one battle royale, maybe revisit the game and give it a shot. Now that we are done with the Flash news segment, let's talk about some new releases that you guys can look forward to this week, starting off with the Sega 6 Complete. Available now on PS5, PS4, and PC. The Sega 6 Complete is basically the base the Sega 6 game but with all the other DLCs and a minor main character customization in the form of some color palettes alongside the general graphical updates 
as the game was previously only available on the Switch. If you are into tactical RPG games, then I would say that you can give the Sega 6 a shot. But if you aren't desperate to find a game of that genre, then I actually suggest to straight up avoid the title, as while the game has some pretty good animations and all, it doesn't really provide a ton in terms of available content. The story overall is shorter compared to its predecessors, and there are overall lesser classes for you to customize your playstyle. So if you aren't a hardcore fan of the series, then maybe save your money and spend it on our next featured title, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, which is available now on Switch and PC. Do I even need to introduce this insanely popular title? Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak is basically the expansion to the existing Monster Hunter Rise game. With the new expansion comes new areas and new monsters for players to hunt and take down. Of course, within the new cast of monsters, there will be some nostalgic faces from the previous Monster Hunter games that will be making their return as well. Overall, if you are a Monster Hunter fan, you probably don't even need this introduction as you have probably already pre-ordered the game even before this video was made. But if you have never played any of the Monster Hunter games before, then now is a pretty good time to start and try it out as there will be tons of players for you to play with and you might even be able to make some new friends while playing. Speaking of multiplayer games, our next title is a co-op looter shooter game called Outriders World Slayer. Outriders World Slayer, like Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, is an expansion for the game Outriders. Like most other expansions out there, things like new story, new upgrades, new customization, new weapons, new enemies, and new bosses will be added in the expansion as well. The story in general for Outriders was never really the game's strong point, and the same can be said for the expansion as well. But while the story isn't amazing, the gameplay however is pretty good overall, and thankfully, the same can be said for the expansion as well. The only downside is that some bosses are really just huge ass bullet sponges that don't really have complicated patterns but just have a crap ton of health for you to grind out. Which is honestly pretty unfortunate as it severely tones down the challenge of the game overall. But even with this downside, the game is still a ton of fun as the new customization options for your abilities really blow things wide open as you can further increase your stats to help you deal more damage or survive longer. All in all, if you have never tried the game before and you are slowly getting bored of Destiny, then maybe give this game a shot. Now, if you aren't into multiplayers, then we have the perfect title for you. Our last featured title of the week is Cuphead The Delicious Last Course, which is currently available on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. This new DLC will feature a new character called Miss Chalice that has a modified moveset and some new abilities for players to try out. Since it's an expansion, we will also have to general things like new areas, new mobs, new weapons, as well as new bosses for players to explore and take on. All in all, Cuphead is a title that I personally highly suggest you guys try out, as it's a really fun game that might infuriate you a lot at first, but you will definitely come to love it as you sink more time into it. If that doesn't convince you in getting the game, then perhaps you can check out the reviews of the game and I can assure you that a large majority of them would only sing the praises of the game. Plus, the game is not expensive at all, so I really hope you guys give the game a chance. And that's basically it for all our featured releases this week. Now let's move on to our most anticipated segment, Free Things. For this week, PS Plus subscribers on the PS5 will get Crash Bandicoot 4, It's About Time, and Arcade Get On while PS4 subscribers will get the previously mentioned titles and an additional title, The Dark Pictures, Man of Madden as well. 
for Xbox Game with Gold subscribers, you guys will be getting these titles, Beast of Maravilla Island, Relicta, Thrill Vial of the Rails, as well as Torchlight. Epic Games Store on the other hand is giving out these two titles, Geneforge 1 Mutagen and Irritus Lord of the Dead. Last but not least, we have Prime Gaming that is giving out these titles, Gone Viral, Pump BMX Pro, Road Trip, Bang Bang Racing, Puzzle of the Year, Death Squad, The King of Fighters 2022, The King of Fighters 2000, 10 Second Ninja X, Guiana Sisters Twisted Dreams, Metal Slug 2, Adeline Adventures, The Crow's Eye, Mano Samuel, Metal Unit, Hugh, Fatal Fury Special, Serial Cleaner, Samurai Showdown 3, The Metronomicon Slay the Dance Floor, 8 Doors Aram's Afterlife Adventure, and finally Rainworld. That was a really long list of free games, so be sure to claim all these titles while they are still available. And that basically marks the end of this week's episode. I was your host for the week, Ming. Thank you so much for listening, and I really hope you enjoyed the episode. We will see you guys again next week in another episode of Game Things.